0: Welcome to the ADV podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. I'm Daniel,
1: and I'm Adriana, and we welcome you to the program.
0: Every month, the JDV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today, we explore the Editor's Picks for September 2022.
1: We will be exploring the articles: Earlobe Crease Indicates Presence of Dress Syndrome the cost drivers in atopic dermatitis, a method to teach visual observation skills and a closer look at gut dysbiosis in cutaneous T-cell lymphoma.
0: But before we get into that…
1: Have you seen the new face of EADV.org? As part of the ongoing evolution of our academy, the new look embodies our values as a progressive domatovenerology society and also honours our 35-year history. Check out the new MyEADV portal and complete your profile to get the most out of the platform by either registering for free or logging on with your existing details. See you online.
0: Hosted in Porto, Portugal from the 28th to the 30th of November 2022, the EDV Autumn School is the first multi-course event organized by the Academy where eight courses covering various dermatovenerology topics will run in parallel. It will count the experience of 40-plus speakers, offering a total of 400 seats for residents, specialists and nurses in dermatology and virology and the range of topics from dermoscopy to inflammatory diseases, from skin infections to hair and nails. Visit eadv.org to learn about how to register and participate in this exclusive learning opportunity.
1: And now, the editor's picks.
0: Earlobe crease indicates presence of Dress syndrome. Jilke and colleagues report a retrospective case control study where dermatologists assess for an oblique earlobe crease in photographs of patients diagnosed with drug reaction with eosinophilia and systemic symptoms compared to unmatched controls. They found that the presence of an oblique earlobe crease is 81% sensitive and 71% specific for the diagnosis of DRESS syndrome when compared to all drug eruptions with positive predictive value of 68%. Furthermore, the intra reliability for the presence of oblique earlobe crease sign showed a substantial level of agreement. The authors believe this sign can be utilized as an inexpensive, rapid, and qualifiable proxy for facial edema and warrants consideration when evaluating a patient for DRESS syndrome. Upon observing this sign, additional laboratory testing can be performed. They speculate that a prospective study may show even higher sensitivity.
1: What are cost drivers in atopic dermatitis and their benefits? In a cross-sectional observational study using questionnaires in over 1,200 German patients with atopic dermatitis, Moer and colleagues sought to determine costs for different subgroups of these patients using extensive primary data from routine dermatologic care. Defining the economic burden of atopic dermatitis is particularly pertinent due to its high prevalence and newly developed treatments which may represent growing expenses in the years to come. A special feature of the study was that it took into account both health insurances and the patient's costs and associated the determined costs with patient-reported characteristics, namely gender, education and the number of implemented prevention measures. It was shown that the use of biologics, which are the main cost driver in atopic dermatitis, is associated with both better clinical and patient-reported outcomes. The authors discuss that the elevated costs with their use should be weighted against the higher quality of life and satisfaction, as well as improved clinical outcomes compared to patients not treated with biologics.
0: A method to teach visual observation skills. The foundations of dermatology are grounded on visual skills and therefore its teachings should include different methods to train the eye. In this issue, Salava and Kluger described a symbol-based method called the square-triangle-circle method to discriminate key aspects of visual observation and dermatologic diagnosis, which they incorporate as a studying activating material into lessons and bedside teachings. They provide a helpful clinical photograph and a practical step-by-step analysis based on the patient's history and visual examination. By using representative symbols, the observer's focus is shifted to an analytical approach which may improve learning outcomes regarding structure, comparison and accurate description of skin findings. The authors suggest that this might also promote both communication in a structured manner as well as motivation among students. They also conclude with a reminder that this method is of greatest educational benefit when used repeatedly.
1: A closer look at gut dysbiosis in cutaneous T-cell lymphoma. Hooper and colleagues are among the first to explore the gut microbiome of cutaneous T-cell lymphoma, a poorly understood heterogeneous group of non-Hodgkin's lymphomas involving skin-homing malignant T-cells, i.e. with the potential to migrate to the skin. In a case-control study from Northwestern's multidisciplinary CTCL clinic involving 38 patients with CTCL and 30 healthy controls, the authors found that gut dysbiosis worsens with disease severity. Decreases in certain beneficial commensal bacteria were seen, and overall, the bacterial classification shifts paralleled those observed in atopic dermatitis, but opposed those noted in psoriasis and other chronic skin diseases with similar and differing immunologic profiles, respectively. Although this study included a small sample size, this still represents one of the largest carefully curated microbiome datasets collected to date. We still do not know if dysbiosis merely reflects or actually influences immune dysfunction. Improved understanding of host-tumor-microbe relationships may yield novel therapeutic strategies for CTCL, such as bolstering the gut microbiome to enhance treatment responses and improve outcomes. Indeed, future multi-center longitudinal and treatment-based studies are warranted to further define this relationship.
0: Our first article was... Oblique Earlobe Crease as a Novel Physical Examination Finding in Drug Reaction with Eosinophilia and Systemic Symptoms, a Retrospective Study, by Jilke and co-authors. Our second article was Determinants of Costs and Benefits in Atopic Dermatitis Routine Care in Germany, by Morse and co-authors. Our third article was Teaching Visual Observation Skills with a Symbol-Based Square Triangle Circle Method, by Salavan our fourth article was, Gut dysbiosis in cutaneous T-cell lymphoma is characterized by shifts in relative abundance of specific bacterial taxa and decreased diversity in more advanced disease, by Hooper and co-authors.
1: Of course, all of the research presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. Though you can find free access and open access articles, EADV members benefit greatly by having access to all articles and content.
0: We would like to give a special thank you to all of our listeners. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or otherwise find us on any major podcast provider.
1: We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit.
0: Until the next episode,
1: take care of your skin.